I don't know how to explain it. Hey. I can explain it later. Yeah, later. Ah. There I think go. I did it. So apparently, you have to go live twice. Not sure why. You have to go live on the software and on YouTube. That's some pretty big stuff there, Steve. Uh, uh, what can I say? I'm a tech genius. Uh, <laughs> <coughs> anyway, um, so how have you been? Just in general. Good. Overall. Good. Yeah. Life yeah. gets better. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. yeah. I've I've found for me it has its ups and downs. I find it gets yeah. better, but also more chaotic. It's like a, you know, the the roller coaster, but in general it's getting up. Hmm. I like I like that analogy. Um. Yeah. Our topic this week is going to be. The third of a four-part series on friends. And this specific topic is choosing friends. Which I think you would agree is you know, it's kind of a big deal. Very important, yes. Um, if you choose the wrong friends, yeah. Down the rabbit hole you go. <laughs> exactly. Um, and those rabbits can get pretty peckish. <laughs> <laughs> peckish. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. Oh. Second time I used that word today. Yes, it's a good word. <laughs> G kudos to you for having a good vocabulary. <laughs> oh, man. Let's continue. Yes, absolutely. Um, so, choosing good friends uh, is a huge, is a big deal because uh, you're, you are who your friends are. That's a uh, phrase I heard, and it's... it's very true. Because if yeah. you're hanging around type of people you want to be around, you're going to become like those people. Yeah. You know, so it's it is about what you know, what what are they doing? Who are they? What is their goals? You know, and, and so no matter what it is, if you hanging around someone, you're going to start becoming more like them. For sure, definitely. And so that's a huge deal to know who to hang around with because that's who you will become. Yep. So I guess the first thing about choosing friends is when. When do you need to choose friends? You know, because when you're first meeting someone, it you know, that's just, oh, I'm just, you know, trying to get to know you. Just trying to... And and that's we actually I actually covered that with Bethany, uh, recently. Yeah, I think I watched that one. Yeah, just get to know them. Try to see, hey, what's you know, what they, what their aspirations are, etc. Yeah. And so that's not really time to choose friends because, you know, you don't you don't really even know them yet. Right. That's that's just the video of making friends. Go watch that video. Absolutely. Um. <laughs> Shameless self-promotion. Um, mm, I got some self-promotion. <laughs> would you like to promote? Wait, wait, wait. We have to see it. What are you promoting today? We are proudly unsponsored by... We'd like to uh, promote Arby's today. Because yes, they yes. have meat. 
not only meat, but they have the meats. The meats. It. They have the meats of all meats. As? Unless you go to, like, Longhorn Steakhouse, which I've actually never been to. So, but, you, you're comparing Arby's to a steakhouse? No. I'm not. There, there is no comparison. Arby's is way better. As far as... <laughs> like, yeah, you're okay. right. There's no comparison. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, yeah, Where so, were we going? Uh, were we going to Arby's? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Right afterwards, right to Arby's. Absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. I heard a comedian say, what did Arby's ever do to you except have the meats? <laughs> um, back to topic. Yes. We are both very distractible. Very distractible. <laughs> um, so it's when to choose friends. When do you start having to take a look at the people you know and be like, you know, who... You know, who am I going to be friends with? Who should I spend a lot of time with? Who should I spend less time with? Hmm. When is it best to be start, you know, realizing, hey, what are these people made of? Yeah, that, that gives me an idea. Yeah. Um, could I get a piece of paper and a marker? Piece of paper and a marker? Could we have our lovely uh, streaming assistant, Joy, come get a, go get Thank a you, piece Joy. of paper and a marker? Not too speedy you know we got some time but we have i got something to draw oh awesome awesome um yeah because i've seen i've seen a lot of people like for instance judging people too early i've seen that and i've seen that uh to be a problem Mm. you know and you really want to be able to uh wait yes 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 trying to find a blank page um, you really want to wait until you really know someone to make a judgment about who they are or are not. And, um, so I think that's really important is... Oh? Sorry, I'm just totally interested by one of these drawing. I'm, I'm just as intrigued as you guys are. Um, okay. <clears throat> so... Don't know if you can see that, but I got a triangle. Yep, they can see it. We are good on that. At the top of the triangle, we have God, and then I divided the triangle into four parts. Hmm. All right. So... The first one is your best friends, at, way at the top. And uh, it's in the little triangle because you don't have very many of those. Mm-hmm. Down the next one is your good friends. Those are the people that you really like to hang out with, but they're not your best friends. And then below that is your acquaintances. Again, there's a lot more of those around in your life than anywhere else, and then your emergency friends. I'll, mm. I'll uh, talk about those a little bit more. Okay. But... So, in, in choosing friends, uh, where would you like to start with that? Well, it depends on what kind of friend you need. Oh. Huh. A little bit. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense, because... Because with, um, with this... At the bottom is your emergency friends. 
Yeah. That is when you're stuck on the side of the road and you need anybody to stop and help you. Yeah. That That's just, doesn't matter who they are, you need help. Yeah. Uh, whether they're born again or not. Yeah. Um, do you know Mrs. Dunbar from, not Brazil, the other one, Unfortun- New York? Unfortunately, no. I've heard a lot of really amazing thing about, things about the Dunbars, but I have not met them yet. Okay. Well, she came up with this idea of oh. there's three main friends. Three. There's basically three friends you have. I added on a, a fourth one. Emergency but, friends, or also it could be for everyone else. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, of course, your acquaintances. Uh, yeah. Sometimes you need an acquaintance. People you kind of know, but don't really know. Yes, pe- people that you you know who they are, and you know what they're about, but you're yeah. not really... You enjoy you being around them, having fun. Yeah, but you're not, you don't really have that closeness. No. There's still that guard that is up. That it's like, you know, you want to, you're not exactly sure as far as the type of person they are. So you, you know them, but you just, you don't uh, connect with them, per se. Right, right. You don't, you don't connect with them. Yeah. <clears throat> and then, of course, your good friends, the people that you know a lot better. Yeah. And they know a lot about you, but, again, there there's enough differences that they're not your best friends. Yeah, and I think I think a lot of a lot of your friends will become your good friends. Yeah. You know, if I think um and the, you should spend the majority of your time and really in choosing friends, I think good friend is the biggest one that you have to filter out. Cuz those are the people that have the have influence in your life. Yeah. You know, those are the people that when they say something you go, "Oh, I really need to think about that. Yeah. You know, and so, you know, an acquaintance, it's like, oh, hey, how you doing? It's great yeah. to see you. They're not going to yeah. influence you too much. Exactly. They're, they're not going to influence you as well. And emergency friends or everyone else is really just, you see them more as a collection than specific people. Mm-hmm. And, of course, that's just the way our brains organize things. Right. And But good friends... Those are the people you really need to be careful who you let yeah. become that good friend. Mm-hmm. And everyone starts as an emergency friend or an acquaintance, yep. and then they work their way up. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, your best friend, you know who your best friend is. Yeah, so. and maybe you have two. I know, two, I, would say, I would say for me, I have a total of three. And the only reason I have that many, because yes, there that is uh, kind of a lot. That is a lot, especially at my age and being homeschooled. So I had to specifically seek right. out friendships rather than yeah. thinking my friendships were bigger than they are. Because a lot of people, like if they're in a really big church or if they go to a private or public school, there's this whole push to make friends with everyone. And then they have a lot of people who they think are really good friends that honestly aren't. Yeah. And so for me, I really had to seek out my friendships. So my three best friends, I would say, is my two sisters, Ruth and Beth, because we've grown in the Lord together for years. And then Andrew. 
because I've known him for 11 years. No, 13 years now. I have to okay. count up. My math is not, mm, not the math. greatest. Uh, glad to see that high school education is paying mm. off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, those, those three people, and they, they're the types of people I'm able to talk to and go to for advice. And they're, they really they love the Lord, and they love me, and I know they have my best interest yeah. at heart. Those are those are good best friends. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I found I found there's been a few people though that I've let into my good friends list that honestly I wish I hadn't. Hmm. And and there are those around. Yeah. And, and there's been even recently there was someone I had in my good friends list that I said, Oh, I saw something in them, a pattern in them, and I had to move them back down to acquaintance. That's rough. It really it's is. It's hard to do. It, 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 it is, and it hurt. Because both of us, we love people. Oh, yeah. And a lot of, there's a lot of very loving people, and to have to take someone and be like, all right, I trust you a little bit less. I'm going to hold your opinion a little bit lower. That, that hurts for yourself. I know. I've been there yeah. at least once. Yeah, and that's that really... That's where it comes to choosing friends. Yeah. You know, that's where the metal meets the road. Because we can talk about a lot of hypotheticals and all that. Yeah. But when it comes to actually doing it, you know, the process of making that decision, of switching from, yes, you're my good friend, to, well, I will be friendly and acquainted with you, but we really can't hang out that much. Right. That's a huge... And, and, and it's a hard leap to take. Mm -hmm. And the what you said earlier of why you had three best friends. Yeah. Th that was it. That that's the reason you make friends is because they they need to be godly people. Those are the people you choose. People yeah. who love the Lord and want to do His will. Yeah. And and I've I've found um, that that is a huge part is. When choosing your good friends, the, you know, if they're already your acquaintances or, you know, even, I, I, I kind of add a second one in between acquaintances and good friends, especially since I, I'm a more extroverted person. Right, you might so have I, another I know a category. lot of people. So my, I have just a friends category, which the reason I have that is there's people I enjoy hanging out with, but don't trust as much and then there's people where it's just like oh we're not as compatible you know it's like oh maybe our personalities clash a little bit you know and so when the but the people in the friends category usually either go to the good friends or to the acquaintances based on how how much they want to serve the lord or yeah how well you know if it's like are they gonna bring me up or are they gonna yeah. pull me down mm-hmm and I don't know why I just thought of this, but okay. as a um, I guess a good base standard. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I don't want to be biased, but oh, don't, don't, don't worry. Just share what's on your mind. <clears throat> a good bet is someone in the WIBF would be a good friend. Yeah. Because. I would say... A, a, Almost all the people I've met love the Lord. Yeah. 
Yeah, a lot of people it, there at camp really do. Um, I, I would I would burst your bubble only slightly because the person I had to change from my acquaintance was there. Right. So almost everyone. <laughs> yes. Depends. And um. So yeah, that's 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 a big thing. Is like you're saying, WIBF places like that. If you want to get good friends. Because if you don't have any friends, then choosing friends really isn't an option, you know? If you don't have any to begin with. Right. So, that's a huge point, is if you want to get good friends, go to places where there's good people. Yes. And that's that's um, something I've seen all the time, is I've seen people who, like, for instance, maybe they have a bad habit of um, an addiction. Maybe they... Um, they're they're lonely or um you know all that there's a multiple situations yeah where they're like ah i just either i wish i had more friends or i wish i had friends or i wish i had good friends and but then they're not hanging out in good places right and and i found that to be a huge thing is if you want to make good friends and you want a better chance of having a lot of people in that good friends category, mm-hmm. which is very helpful, especially like for instance, if you're asking advice or something. Um, then going to places where there is good people, a place yes. where it makes people want to serve <clears throat> the Lord. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, WIBF, Team Mania, uh, church, any church camps you have by you, those <coughs> are. All big places to yeah. uh, serve the Lord. Almost like you can pick and choose. Yes, yes. <laughs> it Almost. really is. It really is. You especially can't, at camp. Especially at camp. Well, I mean, you can't be friends with 350 people. No, you can't. You have to pick and choose. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you had 350 people and your good friends, get, could you imagine? You'd probably spend so <clears throat> much in uh, happy birthday cards that you would just go broke. <laughs> Unless you're me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm not that kind of friend. <laughs> I don't buy things for people. Yeah. Unless they're in my good friend, like yes. high high tier, high good tier friend. good friend to best friend. You know, it has yeah. to be like those people. I'll buy Christmas gifts for. <laughs> I am the exact same way. <laughs> it's like I have a lot of people I love hanging around and I'm great <clears throat> friends with, but then it's like, oh, it was their birthday. It's like you text them, "Happy birthday." When was your birthday? Again? <laughs> it was last week. <laughs> I actually, um, uh, I hope no one hears this, but um, oh boy, oh boy, I actually now get notifications from Facebook when people's birthdays come up because it'll assume you forgot. <laughs> <laughs> it does <laughs> because I do. <laughs> Ouch! Oh no, no, that's but, good. <laughs> um, but yeah. It is, it is, um, it's nice to find places where you can find good friends. Yes. And so, I guess uh, a big thing that people want to know, it's like, alright, so, let's just, scene, you're at WIBF, you find a lot of people, you enjoy hanging around, it seem like a lot of fun, and, you know, you come back the next year, and they're all 
same people and you're you start going well i want you know who should i be hanging out with more or maybe one of them invites you to their birthday party halfway through the year you know it's like oh am i good enough friends to go to their party and right. do you know all them well enough? exactly and um you know it's like at what point do you start choosing because i i believe that you should choose who your friends are yes because if you just be friends with who you want to be you know whoever is there then there can be a lot of dangerous it's dangerous it really is because there's a lot of people that will just you know they will do everything in their power to become friends with you even though they're not great people and, you know, I've had that happen. I don't know if you, in your experience you've had times where it's just like, oh, I'll be friends with whoever, and then you're like, hmm, I shouldn't be friends with that person. You know? In all honesty, I make friends very slowly. And the, yeah. the time that I make friends the fast, fastest is with children. Oh, yeah. Because... So. They can't really influence you. Yeah, you really have more of an influence. You would have an influence on them. And yeah, I don't know where I was going with that, but those are some good friends to make right there. They really are. That oh, I love I love being friends with kids. They're a kick and a half. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. They they come up with the best stories. Mm. Absolutely, I imagine so. Um, but yeah, it, as far as that, you know, you said you slowly make friends with people. Right. Well, what is something, you know, where you're just looking at, oh, like, what, what makes you want to become friends with someone in, in, in your experience? Well, most of the time, I suppose I wait to be kind of shoved into a position where I have to talk to somebody. Oh, yeah. Not really... I mean, I'm open to it. It's not a chore for me. I just kind of lay back, just kind of watch the situation, I guess, a little bit. And I'm not not a very good conversation starter. But I'm very friendly once you get to know me. Yeah, exactly. And so I just kind of wait for that opportunity to come by, and I start talking to them. They tar- start talking to me. We get to know each other a little bit. Yeah. Thinking about camp right now. Yeah, well, I'm excited. And... <laughs> Camp's yeah. coming up. Camp's coming up only. Yeah. You know what they say? Only 365 days till Christmas. <laughs> that was a quote I heard once. Oh, uh, but yeah, it, and. Absolutely use camp as an example, because for you and me, that really is the biggest social event of the It year. is. You know, it's, it's, for all of you at public school, imagine camp as, like, homecoming or prom. A huge social event that everyone goes to, and is very social at. Uh, I, okay. I, I've become friends with some public schoolers, so I've been able to understand. Uh, People at work, yeah, public school. Yeah. Well, also, also other people, like people at church. Um, mm, okay. Do you know Aaron yeah. Belkey? 
goes to Wildwood? Yes. Yes. He, he was raised in public school. I heard that. Yeah. And I've known I him for you. my whole life. <laughs> um, and also, yeah. So, really, it's a huge social event. You can really be friends with whoever you want yeah. to be. And um, so the biggest question is, so you said, you know, you get to know someone. You start talking. You mm-hmm. start getting friendly. You know, and then you have to choose. Well, you know, is this someone I want to be closer in my life? Is this someone I really want to be my, you know, in my close circle? Yeah. And, and the trick is, you know, the, the problem is, how do you choose that? Could you repeat the question? Yes. Well, okay, because, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because, like, when you're getting to know someone, it's just, it's just, oh, I want to get to know them, want to get to know about mm-hmm. them, and it's really, you know, it's your acquaintance stage, and you're just trying to get to know who they are as a person and what they're all about, and, but I feel like there's there's a point where you really do have to be intentional and choose, so it, it's weird, and some people, like when I first thought about this, I don't remember where I heard it from, using the analogy of a romantic relationship to more properly explain a friendship, which is, it's a weird concept at first when you think about it, but it actually makes a lot of sense because both of them are a commitment just in different ways, right? So if you want someone in your good friends list you know, that's someone that you're going to be, um, you're going to be close to them, you're going to be there for them, you're going to listen to them. Mm-hmm. And so you think about it, when you're getting to know someone that you're possibly want, wanting to marry, and you're praying about the Lord's will about that, eventually you have to make a decision. Right? Eventually you go, is this person good to have in my life? Right? Yeah. Is this person, and, and the biggest quote I heard that, that really helped me in choosing friends is, is this person building me up or tearing me down? I've heard that too. And yeah. that is huge. It, it's weird how fast that can filter people out. Like, if, if, there's, if there's a guy who all he does is make fun of other people and teases other people and has no regard for other people's emotions mm. and uh, what, it, you know, what would be good to say and instead just cares about what he wants to say, that probably wouldn't be someone that would be a good friend. No. I'm thinking of somebody like that right now. Yeah. They're, Co-worker, they're, but... Uh-huh. And there's there's guys like that. And I know mm. people like that, too. And I'm telling you, if you have a friend like that, it'd be best to just you know, not be their friend. Now, you can still be friendly. Friendly, you know, Those yes. are definitely two very different they things. You have to be Christ-like. Absolutely. Yeah. Christ was a friend to everyone. Yeah. But he only had 12 apostles. Right. And so, when choosing your friends, you have to look for those traits. Um, another thing is, like, for girls. If there is a girl who is always gossiping about other girls, and that is a constant thing for her that that's 
probably a sign that you should not you should not be close to that person. Yeah. Because those people will tear each other down. Mm-hmm. The one guy tears them down in front of their face. The girls often will tear you down behind, behind your, your back. back. And then you'll hear about it a week later, and then it causes drama. And I'm thinking of a very specific situation. So this is not hypothetical. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure a lot of, if there is a girl watching, you can relate to this. It, it happens uh, some more often than a lot of people would like. I'm sure. And, yeah, and so that's that's the biggest thing. Or, um, like, what's their conversation like? What do they prefer to talk about? If they're only talking about, like, you know, only just telling edgy jokes and m- having mindless fun and not caring, you know. I mean, unless you bring up the deep subjects and they're reluctant to answer them, yeah, that might be a person to weed out. Exactly. And so those people, if they're if if all they care about, if they don't care about actually, you know, talking about important things, then that's you know that that's I would I would put that as oh well that's kind of a red flag, that's that's right. a term that's used often. Okay. And, um. So yeah, that's that's a big thing is just finding different things about them is are they so i guess there's there's really a few criteria you could take away from that is you know first are they following god yes are they trying to build you up or tear you down and then it's are will they help and and will they help you specifically grow in your life or will they set you back? Because there's some people that are really good people that have all the best intentions and aren't trying to tear people down that maybe for you in your life, because of a certain situation, and this, this specific tip is on a case-by-case basis, is there certain people that it would be better not to have in your life just because they would slow you down rather than helping you speed up? And I will give one specific example, which is, um, actually, it, it is difficult because this is something that is, it's almost glorified in all realms, which makes sense, because when you're a teenager, you'll have crushes. Yes. And that's normal, and that I'm okay with that. I have no problem, honestly. I have no problem with people having crushes because it's very, it's natural, it's normal. normal. It's literally given to you by God. Yeah. But if you are spending a ton of time with your crush, and all you're, then all you're thinking about is your crush rather than thinking about the Lord, how you yeah. can serve Him, how you can serve other people and help other people, yeah. then even though that person, maybe she absolutely loves the Lord, Maybe she absolutely loves building people up, but if all you're doing is focusing on her with no intention, especially like if you are 14 or 15, you know, you're not going to get married anytime soon. Mm -hmm. So that can actually distract you from your walk with the Lord. At that point, you're in pursuit. Yeah. Not of God's will. You're in pursuit of something else. Exactly. 
and yeah and so if if there are friends that are causing you to pursue something that's not god's will even if they love the lord and have the best intentions you want to be careful how much time you're giving to those ideas you know and yeah. so i guess the hardest part we've talked about a lot of the more easy stuff the criteria you know when are when do you when do you decide on friends? Well, then once they're higher up on the acquaintance and you're wondering if you should give them influence, if you should give them place in yeah. your heart. And it can take years. It can take years for some people. And it's very different for pe different personalities. It's completely different. Yeah. Yes. So me and you are actually exact opposite on that spectrum. So for you, it takes you a long time to decide, yeah. a long time to become more comfortable with people. Mm-hmm. For me, I I can, after meeting someone twice, sometimes I can make that judgment call. Hmm. And it just, it depends on who you are. It really yes. does. And so, um, with that, yes, you need to know when to make that judgment call, which is once you start getting closer to them. Yeah. Once you guys start, you know, it said that uh, in the Bible, it said David and Jonathan's hearts were knitted together. You know, so that shows that close friendship where they're just inseparable. Mm -hmm. They're what I would consider best friends. Yes. And you do not want to become best friends with someone if they do not have, one, your best interest at heart, and two, or more importantly, though, God's best yes. best interest at heart. Yep. Because um, if, they, if they don't have either of those two qualities, they will tear you down. Yep. And not everyone's going to have God's best interests at heart all the time. Yeah. Because we're human. That's true. We're, well, I mean, going back to the analogy, David, he yeah. messed up multiple times. Yeah. But the Lord still said he was a man after God's own heart. Yeah. And the reason he said that wasn't because he was perfect or because he messed up. It was because he wanted to serve the Lord. Yes. He didn't always do it. He messed up and he failed a lot. But he got back up mm -hmm. because he didn't... He wanted to be forgiven as fast as possible. Yeah. And... Just a minute. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, <laughs> so, we know, we know when, which is when you start getting close to someone. Yeah. It's best to choose. Do they... Do they want to serve the Lord? And do they want to build me up? Mm -hmm. And then, what's the criteria? Someone who, you know, loves the Lord, wants to build you up, and wants to, um, wants to see you grow. You know, people that aren't selfish. And also, this is a challenge to you. If you don't meet this criteria of a good friend... This is a challenge to you to be that good friend. Mm. Because if, you know, if you don't love the Lord or yeah. if you don't want to build people up or if you don't want to have someone's best interest at heart. Right. You need to make sure you're not being selfish. Yeah, exactly. So if you're going, well, I, I don't know, I'm not even this person. Well, then that's something to work on. Yeah. So the hardest part, though, 
after knowing when to choose, what to choose. Hardest part is how to choose. How? How do you go... How do you... Because we both talked about having to cut people out of our life. Yeah. And that's really hard. But yeah. as you get older, you start realizing you have to do it. If you want, mm-hmm. if you want to keep going for the Lord. So what is that process like? Well, in my case, it's almost automatic because, like I said, I make friends slowly. So I have a lot of time to think about it, and when the time comes, I almost don't even think about it. I just kind of start opening up and the the process of friendship, right? Yeah. Um, I'll give you an example. Uh, Sam Hubert and I went on a missions trip down to Brazil. Okay. I'll tell you right now, we talked a lot. <laughs> um, it was just my dad, Sam, and I on the way there. Okay. And only three of us there spoke English. <laughs> so um, we got to know each other, and we were in an odd spot. We were in a weird place, and we were sharing it together. So yeah. we knew kind of what was going in the other person's mind. That was, that was an accelerated friendship, basically. Yeah. And now he's one of my best friends. I have huh. two in total. Yeah. Hey, that's, that's a good number. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's, that, that is a big thing. And Sam, I've known him... Uh, since we did the movie, that's when I really started to get to know him. And I've found him to be a good friend of mine Mm -hmm. because I've seen that he loves the Lord Yes, and he wants to serve him. And so Mm -hmm. that is, that is true. And like you went on a mission trip, you are going a place where there are people that love God. Yeah. And so that, that story really encapsulates the points we were talking about is Go places where there's other people that love God, mm-hmm. and find out if this person wants to serve God. And so, lastly, it's what if they don't? What if you've gotten to know them, and then maybe you thought they wanted to serve God, and then you realize they didn't? Maybe even halfway through. It's like, what do you do then? Well... We recently had to kick somebody out of church. Okay. That's basically what you're talking about right there. It really we is, invited except him in. on a, a larger scale. Yeah. We invited him in. We were friendly. We built the friendship. And he broke the trust. What do you do? You kick him out. It's the only thing you can do. You break ties. Yeah. If they break the trust hard enough, that yeah. is. That's... That really is how it is with friendships, too. I know I had an experience where there was someone I was um, I was actually pretty close with. Um, I, I trusted this person to, um, you know, we were there for each other, and we were just, it was just a very good, close friendship. But over a matter of, like, two or three years, I started to notice patterns. 
that I didn't notice before. And the reason I didn't notice it before is I didn't realize this person was fake. Mm. This person was looking to please other people, but they didn't have real morals of their own. Mm. And it took me a while to notice it. And when I did, I was like, oh. And actually, because of that, I had to... My process was a little... It was, you know, it was just me and this person. No one else had any quarrel. No one else had anything going on. And I okay. said, hmm. So what I did is I just quite literally just took a step back. I didn't hang out with them as much. I didn't talk mm. to them as much. I wasn't quite as open with them. And right. that's really, I would say, the steps you need to take is you need to just, you know, you understand what it's like to have an acquaintance. So if you have a good friend who you then realize, okay, this person should not, they, they should not be, they're not good for me. They are not, it's not healthy to be in this friendship. Mm -hmm. Then... I would say it's not that you have to, if you said if they break the trust hard enough. So if someone is truly, um, turns out to be, and, and I use a very harsh word, but I, I feel like it is fairly accurate. It choose to be a, like a terrible person. Proves to yeah. be someone who, uh, is not even according to society good. Yeah. Those people, yes, you need to just cut everything. Yeah. And just be done with them. But there are some people who you don't want to completely break ties yeah, with. Who who are still friends. Yeah. Who are still even in church. This specific person was in church. Mm. And still is. Nice. Good. But this specific person, I saw patterns that I said I do not want to become like that. Right. That is not the person I want to be. So still, what you do... Still go up to them and say hi once in a yeah, while. You can still be friends, still say hi. Just take... Wherever you were, you just take a step back. Go back to acquaintance. Yeah. Because it's okay to have people as acquaintances that you wouldn't have as good friends. Yeah. Because that means you can help pull them up. Yeah. yeah. But if you give them too much influence, then they can pull you down. Mm-hmm. And so that, but that was a really hard process because this person, I didn't make it confrontational because it wasn't a specific event. It was just a pattern of behavior that I'd seen over years. Okay. And so it was just a gradual, just kind of distancing myself. Mm -hmm. And so it was harder because this person didn't know what was going on. And really it wouldn't have helped the situation to tell them mm. but I just had to you know what I'll take a step and I'll be start talking to other people be friends with other people and um, yeah. yeah even in my church too I have friends like that too huh? who I would consider good friends but there's reasons they're not my best friends yeah yeah and so it's it's really about filtering people through the word of God 
asking, do they love the word of God and is this something that's important to them? And then, do they love me and have my best interest at heart? Mm-hmm. Those are the two, really the two criteria. And that that's, well, God even puts it in a Bible verse. What are, What is the greatest commandment? Love thy neighbor as yourself. Well, the first is um, love the Lord thy God with yeah. all thy heart, all thy soul, and all thy mind. And the second is like unto it. Just love thy neighbor yeah, as yourself. And so, one. yeah. So knowing how to be a good friend and knowing how to uh, choose good friends, it's those two commandments. Do they love God with all their heart, all their soul, all their mind, and all their strength? And do they love you in in a selfless way? Mm-hmm. That's as they self. So not I love you because you can do something for me. It's just I love you because you're a brother in Christ, because yeah. you're a sister in Christ, because you're a good friend, because I've seen the type of person you are, and... I like you for that. Another excellent point is if they truly love the Lord and want to do his will and they love you like a brother and have your best interests in mind, they go together, but they will not only do those two things, but they will honor their own parents, your parents, so right yeah. there, and the parents of your friend. Yeah. That's true. That's true. And that's that's a big thing is because the Bible says, upon these two doth all the law hang. So if they love the Lord and they love you, then, yeah, they're going to love you. They're going to honor your parents because, mm-hmm. honestly, when you look at the way someone interacts with their family, that is a really true tell of who they are because mm-hmm. your family, in a way, is a people you don't, you need to impress the least in your own mind. Right. It's like you've lived with these people your whole life. You don't feel like, oh, I, I really need to impress them. No, they already know who you are. So right. you're really yourself around them. So if you see them having ungodly traits around their family, then that could be a sign, oh, maybe they don't love the Lord the way they say they do. Mm-hmm. You know, and so that that is that really is something to look out for. Yep. So in wrapping all of this up, uh, the biggest things is when to choose good friends. It's it's just after you've gotten to know someone, after you've gotten to know what they're about, and you can make a good judgment. Don't judge too early, because then you just become a judgy, critical person. Mm-hmm. Understand that some people. Are a little rough around the edges, and that's fine. Yeah. Personality. Um, absolutely. Second thing is what to judge on, and the biggest number one priority: judging on the Bible. What does the Bible say a good friend is, and what does the Bible say would make a good person? And from that, judging, how do they? You know, is what is? Do they bring me up? Are they bringing me up, you know? And then what to do about it is if they are, if they do seem like someone to be a good friend, then choose to hang out with them more. Choose to 
bring them up and and try to encourage them yeah in anything they're doing or in the lord and come closer to them so that you have someone that you can go to anytime mm-hmm. and if there's someone who doesn't love the lord and love you selflessly and aren't willing to be that person then it you distance yourself and you back off uh not necessarily having to cut all ties unless there's a drastic circumstance of course that is definitely situational but for the most part it's just distancing yourself and saying all right i'm still their acquaintance and we can absolutely still be friendly yeah and like i said i would still put them in the friends category which i have in between acquaintances and good friends the higher level of acquaintance I, I, you could call it yeah um but i i wouldn't consider them my good friend i'd still keep my guard up and such mm-hmm. because they've shown that there are things to them more important than following the lord and you want people who have following the lord is the most important thing yeah yeah all right so that pretty much wraps up the podcast one one more thing thing. one more absolutely absolutely another type of people you should befriend is children i already said this before that i make good friends with children and you do too yeah but the reason is because children naturally believe in god but they don't have a love for the bible Huh. So if you can influence them to start reading their Bible and praying and, you know, your siblings, maybe you help out in junior church, just being there. Yeah. You're showing that you love the Lord and the benefits of loving the Lord and and you're influencing them. Yeah, and then growing up, they'll remember your testimony of that, it, 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 yeah, that's that is a huge point. Is mm-hmm. yeah, befriending children because they need someone to be their friend. Mm-hmm. You can be that person to bring them up in the Lord. And they're not going to be your best friends, but yeah, you might just be their best friends. That that's absolutely true. I've seen it in my own life. People, uh, I am the best friend of several people. Yes, <laughs> lots of kids. <laughs> Mostly yeah. kids. Mostly kids. <laughs> um, so yeah, that that's uh, that about wraps up our podcast. I think so. But first. But first. Uh, a show that I actually looked up the podcast Android Central took it from. It's called Fun Time Happy Hour. I was wondering if you were going to do that. I did. I did. I finally did. I have no clue what their podcast is like. Apparently it's popular. But it's a secular podcast, and I wasn't sure about it, so I was like, nah. <laughs> but I like the concept of what is making you happy. So, as always, I will start with the guest. What has been making you happy this week? All right, let's see here. Victory after victory in the spiritual life. Really? Yes. Just for a week, though. Okay. Maybe eight days. Um, I mean, I was I was a little bit more lazy with the other things, but the big thing in my life that I've been trying to get rid of 
this horrible addiction, and I was able to stop for more than a week. Wow. I was genuinely happy the whole week. Yeah. That's... That is, that's actually really cool that you're I don't know to, how to explain it. It's just, it just really is. Having victory mm-hmm. in Christ, it, it is. It's and then, of huge. course, I gave in, and then it hit me like a big bag of bricks. But, yeah, you always get back up on your feet, because a just man falleth seven times, but riseth up again. I agree. I love that, because in failure, there is room to grow. Yep. That's what failure tells you. I'll let you keep that, by the way. Thank you. I'm, I will absolutely. <laughs> I'm not going to steal it. <laughs> this might. I might. I might change the uh, uh, podcast thumbnail to just this. What? Oh. No, wait. I have to do it here. Boom. What? Your face. No. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, for me, what's been making me happy? It's mm-hmm. weird because I. F- I just feel very energetic for no reason Hmm. it's very odd i've just felt i'll take it though (laughs) yeah very and very there's just been certain things that have been really energizing me mentally and spiritually physically i've been exhausted oh (laughs) okay yeah physically it's like oh work youtube all that and then but mentally and spiritually Though I do remember the biggest thing that really energized me was I was able to go um, and take a trip with Joy and Becca and a friend of mine mm-hmm. of ours, Reba. Okay. Um, yeah. So us three were able to go. It was a lot of fun. We went to A&W, and then we went to the mall. The girls went shop. Basically, the mall was the girls going shopping while I uh, hold the bags. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, yes. that that is actually a literal description. Oh, <laughs> oh uh, also though, I, did, not to get I only got this. <laughs> <laughs> I got a little boot knife uh, from from one of the places. Nice. It was, it so was you did a bit of shopping too. Slight, a slight amount. I did. I saw that, and I'd been wanting a, a double sided dagger for a while. Nice. So it is. It is quite exquisite. I'll let you take a look at this more after the show. Um, and then we actually went to a, an escape room. We had, Ooh. we had two puzzles, two puzzles left before we had solved the whole room and we ran out of time. Ah, it was so close. So close. But we, honestly, we got a lot done. We, we got a lot done that uh, a lot of people wouldn't, that was my timer for stopping the I podcast, saw. but, uh, we're going to go a little bit longer. <laughs> um, it's pretty real estate. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then after that, we went to Chick Fil A because actually it all started because Reba said she hadn't been to Chick Fil A. Oh, I know. What? Right? How can you be in Wisconsin and not be to Chick Fil A? She said she's gone to Popeyes, but not Chick Fil A. I'm like, okay, very I've never sad. been to Popeyes. I should. I've been wanting well, to go though. She went to Chick Fil A. Okay, Chick Fil A. Yes. She's a huge Popeyes fan. Mm-hmm. And then we drove home, we dropped her off, talked to her parents, and her dad's like, how'd you like Chick-fil-A? She goes, it was way better than Popeyes. <gasps> oh! What happened next? 
we left and oh. nothing. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> End of the what night. What a letdown. <laughs> <laughs> you were so enthralled. I was like, did her parents get excited? <laughs> <laughs> they had a very average reaction. Average reaction. Anyway. Okay. So that was a lot of fun. Nice. And I all overall just feeling just feeling like energetic. Oh, also, if you didn't already notice, uh, yeah, got a haircut. I did notice. And I took my facial hair off. Yeah, yeah I noticed that yes, too. Yes, I was yes, like, yes. it's looking a little different there. A little peckish, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you do? Feed it to your guinea pig? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I fed, I fed all my hair clippings to my guinea pig. <laughs> Would you believe if I told you he was looking a little... <laughs> you didn't even have to say it. Peckish. <laughs> all right. All right. We are going to end it there because this is just going off the rails. At off this the point. rails. Oh, boy. Oh. Thank you, Quentin, for coming on. Yes. I really like your, you. I, I really like your advice. That analogy was um, great. Thank you for that. Also, thank you, Mrs. Dunbar, if you're watching. I don't think she is. Probably not. But... That is, it's a really good analogy, and I think I will use it in another vi uh, later video, probably. Okay. Uh, if, if it's not copyright yet. It's not patented. Wait. Oh, no. <laughs> Alright, well, while he, uh, while he decides, oh, signed. Oh, it's just worth more now. Yay! <laughs> so that I'll will be sold on eBay, and I am mm. going to end the stream now. Thank you guys for watching.